everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Way of the Fist podcast. I am your co-host, Michael, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host extraordinaire. Jonathan, what's going on, buddy? How you doing, man? I am doing well, sir. And how are you? Man, I am good. I'm good. Been been a very busy past couple of weeks. We've had, um, you know, black belt prep stuff going on. I've got uh, testing going on currently at the dojo and just been a lot, a lot on the plate. And like all of that going on, I had to like set aside like an entire day to just sit down and completely binge Cobra Kai season five. Cobra Kai season five. Yeah. 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 And what are your, what are your thoughts? Man, I think, I think it's the best season so far, but I got to tell you, things are, things are pretty wild when, um, Johnny is the one who's like making all the, the, the wisdom quotes here. Yeah. It's here. What was it? Man, your shirt's not even tucked in. Amanda yeah. let you leave the house like that. <laughs> yeah, get, get yourself together, man. Like I yeah. mean, he's baby proofing his house. Well, I mean, spoiler alert, but yeah. He's, oh yeah. He's, hang like... on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang <laughs> on. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. We are going to go in the in-depth discussion very briefly about yeah. Cobra Kai season five. So if you have not yeah. seen it, Please skip forward to the main discussion where we will uh, talk about something completely different. Uh, but you should definitely go watch season five. So yeah, uh, season now back to season five. Yeah, season five is super good. Man, if they ever do a spinoff series too, I hope they do like a chosen specific series. I think that would yeah. be super cool. Like, yeah. you know, post Daniel leaving Okinawa and, you know, his, his life in Oki. And, you know, I think that would be really rad. Yeah, that would be cool. I I yeah. want to say that I read something last year or earlier this year about them having discussions of spinoffs, but I don't know what direction that yeah. they were planning to take it. Um, like you, I think uh, I didn't binge watch it in in one sitting. Um, I have family considerations that would weak. not allow that. I know, so weak sauce. <laughs> but we did do it in two days, so Friday uh, and Saturday. Good. Friday night good. and Saturday night, we yeah. or, or Saturday and Sunday. Sorry, Saturday and Sunday, yeah. um, we 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 did watch it in two two good settings, two good sittings, and uh, I also thought, you know, it's only taken five seasons for to actually have some relatively decent fight choreography. <laughs> relatively, <laughs> <laughs> that's the operative word here. <laughs> relatively decent fight choreography, um, yeah. but. My only, okay, so in regards to fight choreography, I thought it was okay, it was getting better until the very end um, scene where a particular character decided to use a sword. And again, for, for, for uh, spoilers, yeah. yeah and yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, this is, for somebody who's supposed to have studied, you know, this long period of time, this yeah. sword techniques are atrocious. Yeah, very, very bad. I, I Honestly, I think my, my favorite fight scene was between um Robbie and Miguel. Oh yeah. The the rematch. The rematch, yeah. yeah. That was that was like that was a good that was a good scene. You know, yeah. it, was, it was kind of funny because they're they're kind of like playing with each other at first and then Miguel like lands a spinning hook kick and yeah. then all of a sudden it's like, oh it's on, you know. Game on. Start, yeah. <laughs> that was cool. That, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. Uh yeah. You know it, it, I, like you said, when you know things have changed, when 
you know, Johnny seems to be the, the sane one and the more responsible the adult. <laughs> and, you know, Daniel's gone full on psychopath. Um, I mean, but when you think about it, though, that really speaks to like Daniel's original character. I mean, the dude is yes. unhinged. Yes. He really is. Well, there's the video, right? There's that YouTube video that Daniel was was the the real he was bully. The villain. Yeah, yeah the Daniel's real villain, the real you know? bully. Uh, yeah. The the one thing that I I, I thought was kind of and Johnny X degenerate. That's 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 this season for him. He's the yeah X exactly here exactly. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I didn't like about. Uh, that felt kind of not 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 that I didn't like it. It didn't it it didn't feel like they did its service. Was the the chosen uh, uh, saying that he liked Kumiko, uh, right? Yeah, and, and yeah. not that he said he didn't like it. It was that the way they threw it in there, and then he makes this hurried phone call and like leaves her this voicemail, and then they jump in the the the, the limo uh, to go get their ass beat again. Right. Yeah, it was more like a like comedic relief when he did the phone call to right. kind of like dissipate the tension you know right yeah right and it didn't feel like like if you're gonna do that like give it the proper service that it deserves yeah 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 so that's that's what i mean i mean because come on they 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 could have at like the very end then did like a like post credit scene or something of like kumiko receiving the the message or something that i think that would have been a good way to tie it back but they just they kind of missed an opportunity yeah yeah yeah, so I agree. I uh, maybe we'll see another tea ceremony in the future. So. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I did like how they brought uh, Mike Barnes back into it. You know, yeah. because there was all the speculation beforehand, like what's he gonna do? And it turns out yeah. like he's like totally not he's karate nice related. He's a nice yeah. guy. He apologizes yeah. to Daniel. He's yeah. like, man, I am so sorry. You yeah. know. <laughs> gets his gets his life together and yeah 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 so i i thought that was a really interesting twist because you're like oh man where are they going to go with this like what direction are they going to take this mike barnes thing yeah well it, the, the funny thing is is like when he was on the phone right and daniel's like kind of uh <laughs> like spying on him and stuff i was like oh man this is not going to go the way daniel thinks it's going to go like exactly this, this is not <laughs> yeah I, I thought that was really great <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That was classic. Yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, Cobra Kai season five. Um, you should definitely check it out. If you ha- if we haven't already spoiled it for you, um, well, too bad. Too bad. You, you, yeah. You've had a week. <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah, you've had a week. It's been on Netflix. Week, yeah. Like, come on. Well, right? well, by the time this comes out, it'll, it'll, it'll have been a couple of weeks. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And well, yeah. maybe I'll throw a, a little spoiler description in the uh, yeah. spoiler warning in the description. Yeah. Does anybody read those? Does anybody actually read the descriptions of podcasts? I never do. And then when a spoiler happens, I get pissed off. Like, come on, guys. Like, where was the... And then I was like, oh, wait, it was right there in the description. Yeah. <laughs> true, yeah. true. Yeah, that's exactly how it goes. Yeah. 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 But in other news, man. In other news. Be- besides the uh, Cobra Kai, man, I've just been watching the Karate World Burn this week. Yeah, this week's been pretty shocking, huh? Well, yeah, it's it, coming to light this week. This has been brewing for about a month. Yeah, I it's think. been going on for 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 a little while, but you know everything has really really come undone this week here, and yeah, you know, it's tough as uh, as somebody who practices Goju watching another Goju organization go through something like this. Um, you, you know, it's 
no matter like what gets said or, or uh, you know, how, whatever resolution comes of it in the future, honestly, this just, it, it's, it's a bad look mm. for the whole party, you know, right. all the way around. And I, I hope for positive resolution yeah. uh, for, for everyone involved, but, you know, well, should right we give now, a little background in case some of our listeners don't know what we're talking about? Uh, uh, sure. You want sure, me to? Sure. Yeah, go go for it. Go for it. Okay, so we're we're talking about the uh, Morio Higona Sensei's IOGKF, right? International Okinawan Goju-Ryu Karate Federation. So, for those of you who you know maybe not Goju-Ryu practitioners or don't know, Higona Sensei has been relatively has been in poor health for several years. Um, yeah, fact, since around 2012. Yeah. Well, and I think, and even then a couple of years ago, there was a demonstration and he basically had to get wheeled. That was last year. Oh, last year. Yeah. He was in a that wheelchair. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was, he was wheeled, basically wheeled out to do a demonstration, got out of the wheelchair, did the demonstration, got back in the wheelchair. He actually uh, did the demonstration in the wheelchair and then did the bunkai oh. for it. Like he stood okay. up from the wheelchair and did the bunkai right there. Yeah. Okay. So he did Tensho Kata in, in the wheelchair. I think the last year before that then was the one I was thinking of where he had been basically still wheelchair, but he got up and he did the kata and then go right back in the wheelchair. Uh, yeah. So when his health went down, I believe like the, the primary teaching responsibilities for the organization transferred to Nakamura sensei, uh, Tetsuji, I believe it is, yep. who yep. lives in Canada. Yep. The, um, the world like headquarters and the world chief instructorship was transferred to Nakamura Tetsuji. Right. right. Yep. And that had been like for years. Like, I mean. Yeah. 2012. Yeah. So, that so happened. for a long time. So, and then about a month ago, maybe just shy of a month, several weeks ago. Um, and so let me give you a little background. Like I, I don't really pay attention to IOGKF. Um, right. Again, not being a, a Goju practitioner or, or even affiliated or associated with anybody, but a friend of mine from a uh, university, um, is a now a, a, a Nidan, I guess, in IOGKF at Nakamura Sensei's Dojo in Canada. Hmm. And so, because when she, and she just started uh, practicing karate, uh, you know, however many years ago with her sons, actually. So, you yeah. know, she would post things, and that's kind of how, like, I, apparently, I started at some point, I started following IOGKF International on my on Facebook yeah. or whatever. And so yeah. because of, because of her essentially just, you know, posting uh, her personal karate things. So about a month ago, a post popped up on their international Facebook that Higo uh, Ona Sensei was um, taking back the position of chief instructor and effective immediately. And the international headquarters was moving back to Okinawa. And it was with, like a, with the, with the, um, Description that Higona Sensei's health was improving right. to where he could to where could he could that. handle those responsibilities again. Right, and it was a, a like it was a very, but it was also like a very like two line, yeah, uh, uh, post like with, yeah it, it it was it was awkward in that there was no like for the outside world like I mean if you were in the IOGKF you might have already known that this was coming down the pipe but for everybody right. else looking on the outside looking in it was very like abrupt and like no no warning no description no like oh is somebody yeah. in trouble 
Like, right. What's... No thank you to Nakamura Sensei for right. doing whatever. No thank. No, you know, no, right. no expression of thanks to any of the other, you know, senseis around the world who had been, you know, doing whatever. It was just like this very short, very abrupt blurb. And I was like, okay, that's weird. Um, because you know, like Nakamura Sensei travels. You know, I see the see the post, and he's traveling all over the world doing you know gashikus and training camps and don testing. Yeah, he is like I, I don't even know when he's home. He is yeah. he travels so frequently to like every country doing these training seminars, gashikus, you right. know, whatever. He's he's constantly going. He has done uh, you know a lot uh, to well, uphold his leadership position. And and one thing I, I want to point out here, and I don't have exact figures. But yeah. it would probably be safe to say that the IOGKF is one of the one of the largest karate organizations in the world. I think it probably is the largest karate organization yeah. in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, for sure, the largest goju, but I would yeah. say karate in general, I think is probably the largest organization. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, because I know like JKA is... You know, Shotokan, JKA, Shotokan, they've broken up and split off several times. So, you know, they've fractured more. But right. yeah, so it could potentially be like one of the largest, if not one of the largest karate organizations in the world in branch dojos, you know, all over the world, South South America, South Africa, uh, you know, just all over. Europe, yeah, so, everywhere. So like potentially hundreds of thousands, if not more members. Right. So, you know, when this post came out about... Uh, Higona Sensei taking back control. I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. Um, yeah. But then it kind of like, okay, well, you know, feeling better, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. And then, was it about two weeks later? Maybe about yes. two uh, weeks. Yeah, it was about two weeks later. Um, Nakamura Sensei put up a post that uh, he was continuing as chief of uh, international instruction that the board... The, like the executive board for IOGKF voted to overturn Higona Sensei's um, decision to resume chief instructorship. Right. Right. Yeah. And so <clears throat> there was that. And then a couple days after that, Higona Sensei put out an actual video um, message that he was leaving the IOGKF, that he they could not use his picture or his name or anything like that, and that he was going to start his own organization. Yeah. And then, was it yesterday or just the day before? Let's see if I can find this again. Nakamura Sensei posted another um, message, like from his direct, from his personal. Uh, the loyalty message. Correct. Yeah, that was yesterday. Okay, so let me. I want to. I want to because there was a couple of. Uh, there was a couple of points here that he referenced. Let's see here. Okay, oh, it was actually the day the day of the Higona Sensei. He's yeah. like, uh, oh no, there was a different message. Where did he do his? Yeah, the loyalty one. I don't see that in, anymore on his. Let's see over here. Well, the, the long and short of the loyalty message was basically, you know, he, he kind of made this. Um, oh, here it is. Yeah. Did you find it? Yeah. So he's like, yeah. you know, he's oh, and, and the, basically it was alluding to that people had surrounded. So other people had surrounded Nakamura, uh, Higona Sensei. Uh, and uh, were Higona Sensei. Yeah, Higona Sensei. Right. And were, were basically lying to him 
and that they were trying to steal the organization away for their own purposes. Um, right. And I, so, so this has actually been being, being stated pretty much from the beginning, that kind of, um, yeah, that claim that there's a handful of people from the U S um, I think from Europe and I think from Australia, I think is what it was or, or something like that. I can't something remember, like uh, but uh, essentially, oh, and several Okinawans as well. Oh, really? Were, okay. Yes. Yep. So several Okinawans as well were uh, potentially misleading or um, altering facts to Higona Sensei, uh, kind of against Nakamura and the leadership, the current leadership of IOGKF. Right. So, which, you know, for me, I, I don't know. It's all hearsay. Like, I don't right. know. I don't know any of these people that they're talking about. I don't, I've never heard anything other than, you know, the, the posts that we're all reading. So I can't say one way or another that it's true or false. But I know a lot of people are, you know, the, the probably the number one thing that I see from one side is they're pissed off at uh, Nakamura. They think that, you know, he's doing what he can to like maintain his position as chief instructor and because he was making money and right. you know as that chief instructorship taken away from him now all of a sudden he's not going to be traveling to all these you know places and, and you know making the money or or whatever and that's what it seems like the one side is is really like upset about is they think that he's just just doing this for the money and and the like quote unquote power right um the other side of it, they have the same exact argument for the people that are around Higona and say that they're right. the exact same thing, right? So, yeah, it's a interesting. Well, argument. one thing that one thing that I really thought was interesting was I'm pretty sure it was just earlier this year in the spring was when uh, Nakamura Sensei was just promoted to Hachidan. Hachidan, April. Hachidan. Yeah, April, yeah. right? Yeah. And so. You know, by Higona Sensei, yes, who's clearly the person that's that's going to do that, and see, and you know, here we are, three months later, yeah, like okay, well, if that's if this was brewing, why did you promote him to Hachidan, right, to to to, to eighth dan, if this yeah. was going to, if I mean, if this because these type of issues don't just pop up overnight, right? It's not right. like. Monday morning at nine o'clock, all of a sudden this, this thing pops up and it's like a brand new thing. These things would have been an underlying issue that would have been going on for, for a long period of time. So, you know, that's what, that was what really shocked me was when it was like, okay, you know, okay. So first of all, it, it's an interesting quirk, very similar to what you have in your dojo, right? Your current head of your organization in the Shobukan is not the highest ranking person in the organization. Right. Right. Correct. I mean, he, he Correct. is not like Kyudan or Judan. He's right. Like Rokudan now, right? Rokudan. Yep. And, mm-hmm. uh, Takshi sensei and others are higher ranked than him. Yeah. Even several American sensei are higher ranked than him. Right. And so yep. this was a, a, a similar situation is, is that, you know, Nakamura sensei was only seventh done for a while. Right. Right. but was the chief instructor was traveling around the world. There are other eighth Don and maybe even, you know, I don't know if they'd gone up to ninth Don, but I know that there are several IOGKF Hachidan. Yes. Above Nakamura sensei. And so for them to promote him 
and then this to happen, you know, within less, less than what, four months, five months later, right. um, I was like, wow, didn't he just like get promoted? Right. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So karate politics. So what's, uh, I mean, what's, what's some of the learning points do you think here? Well, you know, everybody kind of had that knee jerk reaction of like, oh, this is why I hate politics and karate or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you have to step back and look at IOG camp. It is freaking massive as an organization. And if there wasn't like a board, there wasn't, you know, some kind of political uh, like umbrella, that organization wouldn't be what it is. Like, yeah. So there's going to be some like political gameplay uh, like here and there, like, it, it just sucks that it, you know, comes out the way it does sometimes. And, and, and I think that the lesson, the, the biggest lesson learned here is like, you don't have to share all of your secrets or all of your dirty laundry, like as things are happening too. like, you can, you can kind of like let things unfold and you can, you can kind of get to the root of things and figure things out and, be able to be completely transparent when you have all of the facts, all of the information, right. right? So, and this is what's been happening over the past few weeks is partial pieces have been coming out and, you know, then speculation occurs from everybody who's reading it and it's on social media and, you know, the, the machine just churns and churns and churns and, and all of a sudden the world is divided. And most of the people that are, you know, uh, commenting on it are not even IOGKF members, but, you know, it, it does affect like karate as a whole, right. uh, as, as it looks like we don't know how to govern ourselves. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I agree in, in, in this case, especially because, you know, I mean, we, we had a brief conversation about, is it too early? Should we talk about it? Should we do whatever? And, yeah. you know, my thought is, Hey man, if you're going to put your dirty laundry all over Facebook and yeah. for the world to see, and then it's fair game and we can talk about it all we want, yeah. right? Because you're yeah. blasting your, your business all out there for the entire world to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and like you said, that it really does make it look bad because, yeah. you know, especially because, I mean, let's be, let's be honest. Like Kigona sensei is a legend, right? Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah. And, and I know that, you know, people have varying, you know, differences of opinions on him and about him and, you know, things in Okinawa. And I've heard rumors of, you know, blah, 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 blah. But the fact is, is he's been out there promoting karate for what, 40 years, right? Like he was one of the very first, if not the first, like Okinawan karate sensei to kind of step into like the 21st century and make video like files of his karate. Right. He was one of the yeah. very first ones to do. It. And that's really why he got in trouble in the first place. Yeah. Was one of the reasons anyway that, that people were like, we don't want you selling Okinawan secrets. But, right. you know, at, at this point, like, who, who, who it's cares? everywhere. Like, it's right. everywhere. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's not, not just IOGKF karate, but literally every organization. Like, you can look it up and, and find something. So, right. Yeah. So. I mean, and especially like, try to go buy one of his books. Now, yeah, right. Yeah, 300 right. bucks or 400 bucks, 200 bucks, yeah. whatever, for a book that's been out of print for like 40 years and you're like, or 30 years. I know I'm missing, I'm missing one of them and I might have to steal it from my student. 
<laughs> and I'm over here, a Goju guy. Like, why do y'all even have them? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean, see that, but that was the thing though, right? Like I remember yeah. I got mine at a used bookstore. Yeah. I have three of four, three of, three of the four. And yeah. I mean, that was like, a, like my, my only like Goju reference. Right. Right. right? Uh, for a long time until I got some, some books in Japanese and some other stuff. But for a long time, it was like you said, he was the first one that was, you know, putting quality, quality, quality content, content out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I remember like, okay, you know, oh, I got a question about Supa or I got a question about, you know, Seipai or whatever. And like, let me look yeah. at, look this up here and this, I'm like, okay, what's he saying? And then I realized that the question I have is in the book that I don't, or the answer is in the book that I don't have. And I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> That's so, pretty funny. But well, the, when I the, was, um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so I was going to say, I'm like, because what I see as a learning point here is on both sides. I agree completely with yours about handle your business in house until you get it sorted yeah. and then make whatever organizational changes or communications that you need to do. Yeah. Like, I'm, the, I'm all for transparency and disclosure, but. You've got to have all your ducks in a row before you can be transparent and have disclosure. Right. Yeah. The other thing is from, I guess if, 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 if I was going to go back to the 2012 or whatever, or whenever it was that they made the IOGKF into the organizational structure that it is, and, I, and I'm going to caveat this and I want to take it in a different direction in a minute, but like he should have protected himself better first of all um that by was, writing um, by what i mean is like by writing in the bylaws yeah. or somewhere that even though the chief instructor position goes to whatever he still has full override authority yeah and to give himself back that control if that was something that he you know wanted Right. That's what my, my, my wife actually said that, uh, I think it was last night because I was telling her about everything that's been going on. And she was like, how come Higona Sensei didn't have like 51% of the board? Like how come right. he didn't have that controlling uh, Vote. portion? Right. right. Like he should have that. It's his organization. And, you know, who knows? I don't know why he didn't. Well, see, I mean, and this goes back to this, this kind of ties in with the discussion about you know, uh, good martial artists or doesn't make you a, a, a good business person. Good business or, person, or, right, or, yes. Or a good organizational person and why it's necessary. This is just a different example of why it's so important as an organization to protect yourself. Yeah. Organizationally speaking, right? Both for in this case, you know, Higona Sensei's position individually, but why, you know, I mean, I believe it was you told me about was it the the Matayoshi in Italy? Oh yeah, yeah, right. Where the trademark and the, the, somebody the, trademarked, the logo. yeah, yeah, the logo and the name Matayoshi Kobodo in Italy. Yeah, and they are the only ones now that can use it, and the actual legitimate other Matayoshi people can't say that they're Matayoshi. Right. Right. Which is, right. you know, um, yeah, as a matter of fact, um, so on my website, I have the Zenokinawa Kobudo Renmei logo, but 
my American sensei, Ray sensei, on his website, he had the original Kodokan Matayoshi logo on his, and he got a cease and desist letter from Italy saying really? that he could not have that on his website. Yeah. 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 See, so, I mean, that's as, as. See, the Okinawans, you know, I, I, I think it's a lot of like, um, well, that, that won't happen because we're all like good people. Part of, we're all good people. We're all part of this community. Like we, you know, uh, everybody knows that I'm the sensei. So like, they're not going to try to, nope. unfortunately when, when, <clears throat> when there's people involved, right. People do people things. Right. And that's why, I mean, I know of other organizations as well who, you know, have existed as an organization, as an entity uh-huh. for you know, 20, however many years, but they don't actually exist as legal entities. Right. And so, you know, by good fortune or fate, nothing bad has happened, but this, you know, the, the Italian example could happen at any time. Right. And that's where, you know, and sometimes this is difficult when the, instructor or somebody doesn't the, the the chief instructor or the head of the organization or whatever doesn't necessarily want to hear that but people have to be thinking you always have to think long term and this is something that i never thought about until for example i started apex and we're doing these things and yeah. it's like when you start to think of things not as well i'm going to teach karate or i'm going to do this kobodo whatever but when you think of things as a brand and an identity and from a business yeah. perspective, and I'm not a business person, like I, I'm, I'm still new to all of this, but these are the things that come to mind, like yeah. just with, you know, 10 minutes of research, like, right. oh, uh, I need to do this. I need to do that. We need to, to protect ourselves. Oh, that you see that organization over there? They don't actually exist. Anybody could say that they're doing whatever. Correct. Um, and so that's, I think... From when I look at this, the the Higona situation, those it, it reinforces those type of things for me. The need to both protect yourself as the individual, if you're like the head of the organization, but to protect mm-hmm. the organization itself. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Very key. One thing I did want to say, though, um, slightly switching gears, but because it's talking about organization. Is and this and this might tie into an, another thing to do, like once the you know a discussion about once the founder dies, but um, future proofing the organization is yeah. something that you know, nobody likes to think about their sensei passing or about you know people dying and and whatnot. But you have to. It's an, it's an inevitable. Excuse me, inevitability. Can't even yeah. say the word. <laughs> Yeah, I mean exactly. I need to watch the Matrix again. I know, right? <laughs> you know, maybe I need to plug the Morpheus quote in there, or yeah. no, no, no. So Agent Smith, Agent, Agent Smith. Smith. You hear that, Mister Anderson? That is the sound of inevitability. But it's going to happen, right? And yeah. so, if if you want that to continue, you have to. And nobody likes to talk about it, but you have to plan for the future. You have to prepare. Mm-hmm. A, a succession plan or an organization plan and whatnot, because how many times have we seen organizations just self implode on the death of the founder? 
it almost happened to my organization. Yeah. You know, when, when Masanobu Shinjo Sensei passed away, his son, his oldest son was only like 12 years old. You know, he wasn't in a position to be able to step up and inherit this organization, even though he technically did inherit it, but you know, he couldn't, he couldn't run it or, or have authority to do so. And um, you know, even in the beginning, there was, you know, some small leadership struggles. And then finally, you know, Takshi Sensei and, you know, a couple of other higher rankers, higher ranking uh, members stepped up and they were like, no, we're doing this. Like, let's go. And they kind of kicked everybody ass, kicked everybody's asses into gear and, you know, was able to maintain. And now it's finally at a point where it's like developing and growing now. But right. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, it did almost self implode on itself. Right. Right. And that's where, you know, I mean, like even, you know, where I am now, right, with Oshiro Sensei. Yeah. You know, Oshiro Sensei comes, you know, was was his I mean, he had many different teachers, including at the Nagamine Hombu Dojo with Nagamine Sensei, but his primary teacher was Ashima Sensei. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after first generation Nagamine Sensei died, second generation the son took over and there were issues. Whatever I don't I don't I'm not privy to it. I'm not going to speculate. I don't I don't know what the discussion was, but the result was was that almost an entire generation's worth of of senior instructors left, right? And many of them started their own organizations, right? Um, you know, and uh, you know, Shima Sensei started his you know Shimaha Shodenyu association of which we are now continuing via the RBKD, but then there's the Kishaba Juku, right? Which Shinzato sensei took over from Kishaba Chogi sensei. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, there's Shogen Yu from Taba sensei. And, you know, there's these, there's like a whole group of organizations that spread spring up in Okinawa from that second generation. Right. Uh, of, you know, of, of high level instructors who, for whatever reason, you know, the result was that they left, you know, the, the, the Matsubayashi Ryu main parent organization, which still continues, but it now is run by, um, Taida Sensei who, um, you know, because the, the second, the, the son, the second generation passed away very, very, very young mm-hmm. and his son, the grandson, um, is not yet in a position to take over and, you know, or was necessarily a karate practitioner for a long time. I know he's doing karate now, but so who knows what will happen to the main, uh, Matsubayashi Ryu Association in the future, right? right? Ho- hopefully, they have a succession plan, like right. like you were talking about. Hopefully, right. they've hopefully hopefully the world takes heed of uh, what's going on, right? So you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 there's a lot. Un- unfortunately, like you said, when there's people involved, people do people things. Yeah, and. the heads of, you know, instructors or heads of organizations into, especially in today's world, in today's day and age need to be cognizant of that and right. to plan accordingly. I mean, we're not in 1960s Okinawa anymore, right? Right. Uh, the world is a different place. Um, yeah. So I hope that, you know, back to IOGKF itself, um, I hope that they are able to come to, you know, I mean, like even Nakamura sensei in that last post was like, I hope to be able to, you know, resolve things with Higoona sensei. Right. Um, and so I hope they do. 
come back to you because that would be a yeah. shame. Um, because, you know, if, you know, in, in his video message, he says he's going to start in another organization. And right. um, that in and of itself is already doomed to failure. Yeah. Because he's, you know, he's been sick for the past 10 years. Maybe his health yeah. is getting better, but he's also not getting younger. So right. he's not, he's not getting younger. I mean, it, it'll be like a weird, um, like flash, like, because if he does create a new organization, there's going to be probably a quick flock of people that want to go and say that they, you know, they were there, they were under Higona sensei or, right. you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, but ultimately you're right. I mean, he, he, th there's an expiration date to whatever is about to happen. Right. Yeah, because, you know, uh, he doesn't have time to create from scratch whole new batches of students. Right. So, I mean, he may be able to attract a few from other organizations, but predominantly it will be uh, people who leave IOGKF. Right. But then the organization will be still so small and so fragile that when he passes sooner rather than later, I mean, let's yeah. just be honest, right? Again, I, I wish him, you know, obviously health and, and you know, a, as long as as long as he can live. But sooner rather than later, he will pass. And then then those people, what happens to those people? Do they, with this nascent, you know, fledgling organization, they're just right. going to go right back to IOGKF because that's the home, that that's the, the continuation of the karate that they have. Right. So there, 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 I mean, a small group might remain, right? Like he, cause he may put, I don't know, John Smith in, in charge of, you know, and, and promote to a ninth Don or 10th Don or whatever, uh, in his wake. And then, you know, there'll be a couple of people that are, that hang on to that. And, and that person will maintain that position until he dies or she dies, but that's where it'll ultimately end. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's where. Like the like I said, the future proofing the organization, and the the other example that I like to use is, for example, like uh, Stokai in Japan, mm -hmm. right? Uh, under under JKF, there's the the Stokai, there's the Goju Kai, there's um, Wadokai, for example, and these organizations have essentially been able to future proof themselves. Because, you know, for example, Shitoryu Mabuni-sensei, then um, Mabuni-kenwa, then his, the, his son Kene, and now the grandson Kenyu is the third generation Soke. And he maintains that position as Soke, but he is not necessarily the, the head of the Shitokai. That's, you know, right. Iwata-sensei is, is the Kaicho of Shitokai. And they work together, but, you know, Kenyu-sensei, Kenyu-soke was just the salary man like he he didn't karate wasn't his i believe he did karate but karate wasn't his life right you know he was a salary man and he just worked until he retired and then he retired and then you know now he has a dojo and he's you know he he coaches he spends time coaching um uh shimizu kyo and and whatnot yeah. But that wasn't his life until after he retired from his regular job. Um, right. I mean, who has time for karate when you're a salaryman? You got, you've got, you've got work, and you've got nomikai, and that's about it. <laughs> that's about it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. 
but what that has enabled to do is the in your and what they did is they established the world studio karate federation and then you know the pan-american studio federation the yeah. asian you know and they've yeah. established these regional federations that funnel underneath the wskf which is part of the jkf shitokai right so mm-hmm. That allows a succession of the organization, and it's not dependent on the individual. Right. So, you know, that's a fairly, I I view that as a fairly successful model um, in in most cases, in in many cases. So, anyways. But I do hope the IOGKF is able to sort itself out or come to a, a better resolution yep and and to any of our iogkf like listeners if if you know we we clearly don't have all of the facts regarding like everything that's going on um and we're not here to like throw shade at at the organization on either side or anything we're we're really just trying to discuss what uh what has been presented and and kind of put it in a compact format for the people who want to know but you know, don't necessarily know where to go look and find it or, or whatever. Uh, we're not taking sides or anything like that. So please don't, please don't come at us with uh, yeah, any, yeah. <laughs> any hatred or anything, but we, we, we're, it's nothing but love for everybody here, but we, we, um, we just wanted to share what has been going on and we hope that, you know, you guys do find, um, you know, a, a quick resolution to all of it. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I agree completely. And again, yeah, like Jonathan said, no, no, you know, I, I have no, no stake in either side, you know, right. not especially right. as a non, non Gojudu practitioner, but right. Um, right. it's just an unfortunate, unfortunate situation that got presented to the, to the entire world via Facebook. And um, so. Yeah. And I guess that, that video that he going since they put out, like it was not supposed to be a public video it was supposed to be (laughs) which is why like you see a lot of people have taken it down from their facebook posts and and things like that it was supposed to just go to like that the iogkf heads yeah and oh wow you know a a person leaked it um i believe maybe a canadian gentleman leaked it first i'm not sure posted it on like six different pages and it got spread from there and then like once he took his videos down though but like you know it's It's already out there yeah, it's I mean, out there, you know. Somebody sent somebody that you know, a, a friend of mine sent me the actual video itself. I got it. I got <sighs> it in two different uh, Instagram messages. I got it in an email, and I got it in about nine Facebook messages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody so it, it, somebody took the effort to message me the actual not 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 a post, but like the video itself. The video, the video yeah. itself, right? Yeah, exactly. I yeah. was like, wow. Uh, he's like, Hey bro, have you seen this? <laughs> yeah. So anyways, um, yeah, I, again, I, I just hope for a, a reconciliation or a peaceful or an amicable resolution there, because like we talked about, you know, he sensei did so much for karate and we want, I, I would not want his legacy or reputation or, uh, perception to be altered because of whatever this is right right yeah so yep anyways all right that's it uh way of the fist so keep training and we'll be back with you next week or two weeks or whenever for some more 
great, thrilling, uh, way of the fist content. Yeah. And what, in uh, the what meantime, do... yep. Oh, go for it. Yep. I was going to say in the meantime, uh, you know, check us out on Instagram. Um, send us, send us your thoughts on the, uh, current IOGKF situation. If you have new information or more information that you would like to share with us to, you know, maybe, maybe clear up some things that we're unsure of, please send it our way. We'd love to read it and we'd love to be as informed as possible. Um, and you know, as always give us the, the feedback and questions and comments and all the things. Yeah. All the things, all the, the things. likes, the recommendations, the subscribes, you know, all of that. Share, give us a review. Your story yep. reviews. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if I don't know, I haven't actually seen like a written review yet have we gotten any written reviews you know i haven't gone in and looked i don't know if you can leave a review on spotify i know on apple podcast you can yeah um let me see do we have let me see and try and pull up here that's a great question well if there is a place oh we do actually uh, oh no oh we do have two ratings can i read these where are they how do i read them i don't know we have two that are five out of five but it doesn't let me read them. Oh, well, that's not helpful. That's not helpful. Is that, is that on Apple music or Spotify? Uh, Apple podcast is what I'm looking uh, anyways. So yeah, yeah, leave us some reviews, share the podcast. Yeah, if, you, if you leave us like some fun reviews, we'll read them on our podcast and shout you out and yeah. uh, have fun with it. And if you, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. If you want to shout somebody out, leave it in your review and we'll shout them out for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. You <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for uh, Way of the Fist this week. And uh, keep training hard and we'll talk to you next time.